Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The manager of the legendary Midnight Express and now the face of TNA management, and you're listening to the Jiggy Jaguar on JiggyJaguar.com. You know what's funny is when that liner was made, he was the face of TNA management, and then he got, he left, and then he came back in 2016 and was the face of TNA management again. It's amazing. Uh, We are going to go to Robert Mitten here in just a few seconds. He is going to join us from the United Kingdom to discuss his latest book, How to Build a Community in Your Business. And, uh, I believe we've been joined by Robert on the line. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm great. Yourself? Pretty good, actually. Uh, we've got the uh, best-selling author Robert Mitten with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast, and uh, he is the author of How to Build a Community in Your Business, and the book is about the understanding on developing a community in your business and learning how this can increase the productivity and innovation in your firm. He's got a huge passion for this subject, which has led him to talk about the subject in his home city of London, UK, and across Europe. First of all, my friend, tell us a little bit about the book. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a step-by-step guide where managers can follow it through to try and get stop the hierarchy from happening and bring in this culture where people are able to think a lot more, share learning, share experiences, motivation. So the whole book is a guide, literally, from how to start the community to get rid of the resilience to literally implementing it into your organization on a daily basis. Now, this this book is incredibly well written. Tell me a little bit about the writing process for the book. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the writing itself, it, it's a mixture of a lot of case studies, um, which I've gone out and researched myself um, from companies which I've been working in um, through to a lot of communities that have helped power innovation and writing. So, I mean, the writing process started off with my own research um, from, like I said, working with these companies. And then I took that and I brought it into this sort of structure which I built um, I mean, the whole book and the whole writing process comes from four foundations, which I wanted to research at the very start, which were based on motivation, having social capital, a sharing economy and creative thinking. So from those four pillars, I went on and wrote the various different chapters based around them. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Robert Mitten is with us today. He's got a fantastic, fantastic book, and uh, he joins us on Skype Audio today. Now, what do you want readers to take away from your writing of this great book, my friend? I think what I want readers to take away is the importance of having more ideas brought into the company. I think... When people first read the book, you think of a community as something that's always just in a social setting. But when you think of a community, you always know that good things come from a community. So what if the reader could then learn from the theories that I've said and you create this community vibe within a business, which then 
makes your team and your managers in the company think a lot more differently. So really what I want the reader to take from it is this understanding of like what you know about hierarchies and management and structures isn't always the right step forward and that you should look at these alternative ways to really sort of bring your company into the future because also I think the way you know people are working and the way people are living is always changing and we need to start thinking a lot more differently in those areas too. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live. Robert Mitten joins us on Skype Audio today to discuss his latest book. Now, um, the book has been getting rave reviews. Tell us about some of the different reviews you've gotten on the book so far. Okay, so, I mean, uh, quite a lot of the views that we've got are actually from uh, people that are um, the co-living scene, um, which has been getting a lot of reviews from managers. Uh, these are people who are building uh, communities um, where people live and work, um, which is where I took a lot of the research from. They love it because they, they understand that, you know, the way people are working in the future is different and it's sort of bringing these ideas out. Um, I've also had a lot of reviews from uh, Campus, which is um, a social element to Google. It's like Campus for Entrepreneurs. Um, I do a lot of events at the Campus London and Tel Aviv and in Warsaw in Poland, um, who are also really about the building of communities in the startup scene. Um, so they were massively into this book and gave some great reviews. In fact, um, from that, I'm doing a series of events in Campus London and Campus Tel Aviv about sort of helping people build these communities. And the interesting thing, when I got the reviews from these people, it wasn't just about how it can help change the human resource function, but they understood that the theory could apply to building a community of users. You know, like how um, the likes of Uber and Airbnb are working, building these user bases. Um, so they really recommended the book for people to read on that basis as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, uh, we've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live. How to build a community in your business. Robert Mitten joins us live from the United Kingdom and uh, joins us today here on Skype Audio. And um, tell us a little bit about uh, some of the different uh, community cultures and building blocks such as social capital. Tell us about this. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, the, the foundations of what I've spoken about in this book is that if you're going to get this right from the very start, you have these four foundations, um, which are social capital, a sharing economy, creative thinking, and motivation. Um, so social capital, what that is, is it's when connections have meaning. So, you know, if you go to a networking event and you meet someone, you, you do business with them, that's a really strong example of social capital, two people connecting together to create something. Uh, when you're in a workplace, it's often very hard to achieve because people are there because they're good at their individual jobs. Um, but what if you can create a series of events which help bring people together? Um, I talk a lot about a really good example of a, an Australian software company called Atlassian. Um, they do this amazing thing where every quarter they tell their staff to go away for 48 hours to work on whatever they want. They come back with an idea. Okay, it might not be a business-related idea. The important thing is that people are working as a team, regardless of whether you're a director or an intern. That's a really good example of social capital. Um, 
other than that, you know, um, events and getting people drawn together, that's the first stepping block, really. After that, um, you know, you start to have these meanings happen. And really throughout the book, I've talking about once you have social capital, people connect and they start to work on separate projects and all these little mini sub-communities form, which is great because this is where you're going to get the innovation happening. And really to stay ahead of the game, you need that innovation, that motivation and drive for people to move forward. Um, I mean, another one of the, the foundation blocks which I've spoken about is a sharing economy. Yes, that's what I was going to ask you about next. Break that down for us. So, yeah, I mean... You know, you hear about a sharing economy these days. Um, you know, here in London, you know, it, it, say you live in a city and it's quite expensive, so people are likely to share more things, you know, car rental usage. If you were to bring that into a company, the one thing that I've spoken about is sharing is actually learning. So, you know, you've heard of the co-working environment. So that's now bringing to the mix co-learning, you know, because when you work for a company, it's a costly thing to do all the training and development courses, but your staff probably could be trainers in their own right. So why can't you embrace this co-learning where people learn from each other, saying that, you know, here's John, he's really good at coding, and here's Mary, and, you know, she's really good at this specific type of writing. They could learn from each other, and, well, they could embed skills. Okay, so fair enough, some of the skills might not be relevant for the the, the job which the business is doing, but what it's doing, it's actually motivating the people to connect more in a way too. So I think sharing of knowledge and co-learning is going to be really big. Um, I worked on a project recently um, with a global bank, HSBC. We did some online research for them and some of the key statistics that came off from that is that they would like to learn from each other rather than being sat in a formal training room. And I think taking that forward, that's something that I'd like to work with my own clients on and developing more. We've got, uh, yes. yes. Go, go, go ahead, Robert, go ahead. I mean, to cut you Sorry, off, my friend. <laughs> the, I mean, the, the other foundation block which I've spoken about is creative thinking. Um, okay, so I think we all probably would say that, yeah, you know, I think creatively, but not everyone always does. So I think it's about making people think or differently to try and solve a problem differently. You know, I think in most companies when an issue arises, there's always been a process that has meant we always solve it this way. But you actually bring the community closer together when you do a lot more lateral thinking or brainstorming. So putting those thoughts together, you're making people think and come up with objectives. In fact, one of the key things I've spoken about in the book and why I put this as a foundation block is when you're actually building the community, rather than the managers simply laying out the objectives and the processes, everyone should be involved. So the key objectives, goals, the KPIs of the company should all come from like these creative thinking sessions Getting the community members involved from day one is the key thing that's going to make the, com uh, the community last a lot longer without it being faded out. And interesting when, interestingly, when I've spoken about that as well, I've also mentioned how the objectives, once they've been thought of in a creative thinking centre, 
should be the business objectives as well. They should be aligned and, and not separate because you need to make sure the running of the community keeps going. And then that leads me on to the last foundation block, um, which is motivation. Okay, quite straightforward, but people are motivated in different ways. So I think, yeah, you've got your social capital, which is when people are starting to, to connect. Then once that happens, you have your sharing economy and the co-learning. And then when that happens, you start to get th people creatively thinking. But then you've got to understand what actually motivates each individual person there. Some people may be more reward-based. Some people may be more intrinsic and self-motivated basis. So it's about the manager really understanding what the individuals want as well as the whole community. And so, so I mean, they're the four elements which I've based the book around. Now, before we let you go, how do we get a hold of you online, pick up your book, all that information? Um, yeah, so you can find me uh, on Twitter, which is at Bobby Mitter, which is M-I-T-T-O-N. Um, or my website is robertmitten.com. Uh, you can contact With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 